Total HIPAA Compliance prepares health insurance agents and employers that offer health benefits plans meet the HIPAA compliance requirements. We complete the required documents and provide customized online HIPAA training through our HIPAA Prime service. Today's podcast covers issues important for health insurance agents. Jason Karn, Total HIPAA's Chief Compliance Officer, interviews David C. Smith, nationally recognized as a health and welfare benefits compliance expert. Today's podcast is titled, What are the Marketing Guidelines for HIPAA, GLB, and ACA? One of the things that we run into a lot is marketing. This seems to be a big issue for agents in general is how do I market to my clients and what is okay in marketing? Because we know there are restrictions when it comes to HIPAA as far as, you know, you have to have a signed release. Gramm-Leach-Bliley has its own its own uh, tricks and, and little wrinkles. And then we have really strict uh, rules when it comes to the ACA. Well, Gramm-Leach-Bliley really just says, hey, as long as you tell the client that you're going to use their information to market other products to them, and you tell them that in a notice, and you give them the opportunity to opt out, then you're good. Okay. And so that's another way that the notice is so important. Right. Questions come up a couple times of, well, I mean, I take a life insurance application from somebody, and they might be a good client for some other kind of insurance or financial product, and you know, I've already got this information, and now you're saying I've got to send out this notice before I can use the information that I got in my left hand to do something with my right hand. And my simple answer to that is, well, stop being lazy. If you just tell them, hey, here's our notice of privacy practices as it relates to all insurance information, then then you're actually set. It doesn't matter what you have in your left hand or your right hand. You can still go back to that client and say, this is what we're going to do. If you're collecting information in some health setting, you have to be much more careful and you have to really get a more specific kind of authorization. Now, when Congress passed high tech and then the regulations came out, they actually beefed up a bit the marketing with the HIPAA rules. You really got to get authorization for that purpose, which is why I often say to people that in those environments, you, you should probably you know, talk to the client. With the marketplace, you have rules that are actually pretty similar to the rules that are in place for Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans, which is you have to be very careful about reusing the kinds of information you get for marketplace transactions to sell other insurance products because uh, the feds have just decided this is a, a higher standard. Agents just need to be much more cautious about that marketplace information. You know, we've kind of just said when you're talking to them, and it's marketplace specific, you don't have an established relationship, it might be a good time just to say, here are some other services that we provide just so you're aware of them. And that's kind of in the course of that conversation. So let's say you're in there, hey, we have these other, these other products, and they say, oh, I see you have a, a life insurance policy. I was actually in the market for a life insurance policy. So if, if the client brings that up or that, that conversation is, is initiated by them, then you don't have a marketing issue. Right. Okay. At one level, you're getting advertising out of the transaction, mm-hmm. but you're not using it to go back and say to those people, hey, buy this long-term care policy. Right. You, you see in that conversation, you know, me and you are talking and you're right. getting a health insurance policy, and I'm going to say, now, Jason, do you have dental and vision? Right. Because, again, those things, the vision's not really very well covered. There's a couple of different options out there. for you know, And that's, you know, you're not... 
you're not using information in an improper way. You're simply saying, while we're here, people think about dental and vision and they're separate. They're not included in the health insurance. Now, do you want to look at these other options? Right. So you've got to be, you know, wise and smart about it. Right. So more so than just saying, hey, we have all this information on you. You have a pre-existing condition. We should really look at a long-term care policy. So then you're right. butting up against here. Here's a major issue. Yes. You would be potentially misusing information. And, you mm -hmm. know, depending on what Congress does with the Affordable Care Act, you know, some of those rules could get tighter or... Um, the opportunity for agents to have more information than that, that they could accidentally misuse becomes even greater. So. Right. This is a little bit, and I don't know if this will this question will work or not, but this is something that brings to mind, and we've had this conversation with a couple of agents, um, <clears throat> is we have some people that don't really deal in health insurance and not dealing with vision, dental, you know, so they're technically not a, uh, you know, have to be HIPAA compliant but they are selling uh, a life insurance policies. And with a lot of these life insurance policies, they are required, you know, they're required to do a physical for the underwriting. They're required to take in essentially what we see as PHI, but you know, is classified under Gramm-Leach-Bliley as NPPI or non-public uh, personal information. Right. So my question is how as an agent do you deal with when you butt up against Say a physician, um, if you not if you have a contractor with somebody, you're, you're with a physician who says, "I don't want to release this information unless you can show me you have HIPAA compliance." I mean, I, I do think that there's a broad situation where, particularly people who have to be very HIPAA compliant, like providers, tend to be overly strict in terms of their expectations. I know for me, dealing with medical bills for both of my kids, mm -hmm. my oldest is now 20, right, and it has become somewhat of of a pain to call, you know, the hospital to say, my daughter has this bill, I'm calling to pay it. Right. And they're saying, well, we can't talk to you about it because of HIPAA. Right. I, I don't want you to talk to me about the health information. I want to give you my credit card number and I want to pay her balance. Right. Well, we can't do that without her authorization. Yeah, actually you can because under, and then, you know, people like me, which, you know, is a problem, will say to them, no, I know what the regs say, you're allowed to talk to me because it's a payment-related transaction. I'm simply paying it. You don't have to give me any health information. You will run into that a lot of times in your ordinary work life if you're an agent because you're right. A lot of these doctors, hospitals, I mean, it's even more accurate to say the people who are running the medical records department at the hospital or the person who gets all those requests within the doctor's office the doctors don't really know, right? But it's it's those people who really become the gatekeepers, and they almost become um, a little too aggressive with that. Right. It's important to kind of come back to them and, and say, "This is life insurance. I've got this authorization. You know, this is disabilities. Another area we run into a lot of questions. Right. And so again, the authorization is always a good tool to have because then it doesn't create a problem when you're when you're interacting with that particular provider. Um, are you ever going to successfully convince 90 or even 50% of them that you're right and they're wrong? No, you're not. And so what you really have to do is almost anticipate the worst case. Mm -hmm. For me, it is, I sent an authorization to you two weeks ago. Right. It's specific to talking about financial transactions. Here's the fax number that I sent it to. Here's the time. Yes, we can talk. And, and, you know, you just kind of get in this habit of when you're dealing with people whose job it is to protect, particularly 
protected health information that you've got to recognize that they're going to be a little more cautious, especially in light of all the stupid things that other people have done in the last few years. Right.